Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today, finally, we're going to revisit our conversation about sandwiches. This request has come from Fred, and we are finally getting to it. We told you we would, so now we are. So, you're welcome, Fred. Uh, well, I even I even plugged it last week during the the RPG podcast that Jeremy and I had. Okay. Where, <laughs> like, I made a joke about it, and I said... Well, tune in next week so we could talk about what kind of sandwiches I would make if I was to leave halfway through a podcast when my co-host is able to talk about the entire thing without me. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So. Uh, Full disclosure, I haven't listened to that because it's about RPG and I would be lost. So those ones that you and Jeremy do, I'm like, it's cool that Jeremy talks about these geeky things and and I appreciate that you and Jeremy are kind of reaching out to the to the little bit more geeky nerdy gamey culture yeah but it's all stuff i'm like i don't know what you're talking about well the i think that the thing with this one is Mm -hmm. if you were ever to like say the faculty has a D &D night yeah you could in theory listen to this for help on setting up your first character oh interesting okay that's that's literally what we did for last week's podcast was it was tips on your first game Oh, cool. So, like, how to build your first character, what to expect on the first day, right. uh, what to bring. All of, like, it's it's that sort of thing. So it's right. not, like, an in-depth, there is a little bit just to help somebody narrow down their choices on a first character. Right. But it's not, like, I'm not sitting there, other than in a, the odd joke, talking about caster levels. Right. Or the balance between sorcerer and warlock. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You've lost me. But I understand what you're saying. Like, it, it, it was a much more cursory beginner sort of conversation as opposed to, like, super experienced D&D conversation. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And kind of tied right in with just after Stranger Things come, uh, having come out the, the, the week before. Like... Yes. That uh, Was that intentional or did it just kind of happen that way? Uh, it just kind of happened that way. Specifically because after the the character our favorite character build slash persona 5 podcast Mm -hmm. we got a pile of gaming questions right but jeremy is not into horror as we've talked about before so to have him on halloween podcasts didn't make any sense so basically it was just like all right let's answer some of these gaming things now yeah cool well that worked out so Um. anyway yeah, and we did talk about it. I, I re-listened to our to our beer conversation that happened, I think, at the begin at the end of September, and we talked about the fact that sandwiches were coming, but probably not till November. So it's yep. mid-November, and now here we are. Yep. Talking about sandwiches again. When so you looked it up? <laughs> uh-huh. When was the last time we talked about this? Because it's definitely in the law in the Lost Podcast. Yep, it was episode twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So it's been one hundred and sixty. Plus episodes since we talked about sandwiches. Yep. Hmm. Well, it's a good thing I didn't eat before this because I feel like by the time we finish, I'm going to be ravenous because sandwiches are one of my favorite things. Did you not literally say at the end of the top 10 horror when we also talked about how we were going to do sandwiches together that you would make sure that you ate before the podcast? I mean, yes, but I say a lot of things that never happen. That is so true. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Dave has been not lying to, say to I'm you. I'm an unreliable person, but well. generally it's like, hey, 
But yes, it's like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to eat before this. And then I get home from work and all of a sudden I'm just like, I am, I don't have time. Um, but also like I had a meeting with the Dean this afternoon and it was at one thirty, And so I ate, I swear to God, I ate my sandwich before. And then after our meeting, uh, finished the rest of my lunch. So it was like, I ate at two thirty, three 3 oh, o'clock, okay. something like that. Yeah. And so I had some food mid afternoon. It's just, you know, by the time we finish this, all the conversation about food that we've been having will definitely make me hungry again. Yeah. It's going to do that. So let's just add to my hunger and talk about sandwiches. So I feel like the first place that we need to start, and it was probably mm-hmm. the place that we started when we did this back in episode 28. More than likely. Is bread. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty accurate to the what we talked about the last time. So do you have a bread preference for a sandwich? Are you more of a, like a hero fan? Do you like a bun? A roll? Yes. Some, some sort of lettuce? <laughs> Actually, you know what? When I worked at the Saddle Dome, we used to do a, a lettuce wrap. Okay. Which yeah. was basically like you took ground pork and seasoned it, and then you put a couple different things, and then you all wrapped it in a piece of like romaine or like iceberg lettuce. It was actually really tasty. Yeah, I think I'm actually, maybe next week, I'm looking at making some lettuce wraps for like dinner after a podcast kind of idea. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I never think about it because I. I mean, to get to your question, I I wouldn't say I have a particular bread that I like more than others. Like, I, I love sandwiches on just regular brown bread. I like like it on, on like, Italian rolls. I like it on, on like, a hero. Like, it, it doesn't matter. I do, as long as it's a vessel to get some sort of lunch meat in, I generally like it. Okay, sure. But I do... I, so because I like things like that, when I do tacos or something like that, I'm always going to have either a hard shell taco or, I guess, like whole wheat wraps. But lettuce wraps are actually, I never think about it. And it's a really, really good option and gluten-free for those of you who are gluten-free people. Yep. It's it's nice to have different options mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, like, what? I find that... Most of the time, I will lead towards a a roll. If I can get a sandwich on a bun, I'm going to go that way. Like, if I can get a ciabatta bun for a sandwich. I mean, yeah, if if it's the choice between white, brown, and ciabatta, I'm going to go fancier because I have the option. Obviously, yeah. But at home, I either have brown or white bread. Mm -hmm. I usually buy one loaf of each, and then I make sandwiches out of that. Right. And see, I, I never, ever have white bread in my house. Just because I never had it growing up. Uh, um, there's something just so nice and fluffy about it. Totally. And I guess I, I shouldn't say I never have white bread. Because technically French bread is white bread. Yes. And I, I will have French bread. But like as far as like a loaf of Wonder Bread or something, like if I'm going to get a loaf, like a general loaf of sliced bread that you can just pull a couple slices out and make a sandwich, I never have white bread. Uh, and see, I don't think about it in terms of going to the Safeway and grabbing bread. I think about it in terms of, I order bread from a bakery. Sure. So it's their panna de casa white, fluffy with right. a really crunchy edge, and it's like kind of made like a French bread, but it's in a mm-hmm. loaf, and so, yeah. Which is, that's a little bit different. Like, a, a, a sandwich on a big, like on a couple slices of white bread, like fresh, sorry, uh, fresh French bread. Oh, 
Oh my god, I don't know if you can get much better than that. Like, to me, I'm so jumping ahead a month to the Christmas season. Uh, it is Christmas tradition in my family, and it has gone back to when my mom was a kid, and probably even before that, because I am of Italian descent. My grandfather would pull out white bread and butter and salami and like other Italian meats, and we we would get home from mass, and we would have these. Basically, like, you could make a sandwich. And it's the freshest French bread and butter and salami. It's just a perfect combination. You don't... I mean, that in itself is a good sandwich. Yeah, that sounds great. Right? And I'm, like, just... My mouth is watering just the thought of it. And just knowing that it's just over a month from now, I'll be at my parents' place and this will be something that I'm going to do makes me really happy. But I may also need to go out and buy myself a loaf of French bread in the meantime so that I can do this before because now I just really want... French bread and salami. Yeah, there you go. Those are very easy to get. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And both super healthy for you. I think... You seem like you were maybe going to argue me on that. French bread is not terrible for you. No. It's just like... One of the reasons why I never got... We never got French or white bread growing up was because there's not a lot of nutrients in white bread. It's not like it's bad for you. It's just there's nothing nutritious about it. No, it's... Depending on the white bread. And yes, again, if you're going to Safeway and you're buying just a loaf of white bread, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's nothing in it. That's fair. And salami has essential salts. Sure, yeah, yeah. Well, and ultimately, like, it's not like... I've been pretty good about my, my lunches of late. I will have a sandwich... But I will also have a piece of fruit, whether it's an apple or an orange or like I've got a a mandarin orange has just hit the market now again for Christmas season. And so I bought a box of mandarin oranges. So I'll take a couple of those because they're smaller. But I also have carrots and a fruit cup and like a granola bar. So my my lunches are generally pretty healthy. So what's Dave's go-to working at the university sandwich? It depends. Um, the last couple of days, it's just been like mayo, mustard, uh, marble cheese, because that's the cheese I've got in my fridge at the moment, and Fair. like uh, pepperoni, summer sausage, sort of deli meat. Okay. Um, but I mean, I'm not above, like I've done peanut butter and jam. I've done uh, peanut butter and pickle, because I, I definitely mentioned it in our original Sanders podcast, but have probably mentioned it since, that I love peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. So I've done that. I've done like just... Um, my mom used to make it's not the I mean it's a ham sandwich but it's like canned ham that you just kind of get into you just kind of mush it up into almost a paste it sounds gross but it's, it's like a ham salad yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah. ham yeah. salad sandwich yeah no I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about and also eat them so it's fine right yeah there so like because I've told some people like oh a canned ham I'm like you don't get it it's delicious especially when you mix it with like mayo mustard and pickles or relish or something yeah. it's heavenly a little bit of cheddar yeah, mm. so like, th- but the other day, uh, last week, I think, I, I just bought a, a ham and baked a ham for supper okay. and had, like, real ham, and I ha- so I just cut, like, big chunks off that ham and took those as, as a, a ham sandwich, and oh my god, it was delicious. That is so, oh, is it, was it a, a ham, like a ham ham or a pressed ham? Ah. Uh, ham ham shreds and usually has a bone in it, and it would be oh, like Oh yeah, no, that was like meat. pressed ham. Uh, pressed yeah. ham is more of like that pink with the yeah. the sausage style wrapping, either like a wax or something on it. Do you remember? Obviously, you do because you were there when we did a Buenas ham. 
uh-huh. to sketch a boy in his ham. That was basically the ham that I, I had. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it, yeah. it, it is, it's a pressed ham. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, one of those ones that was like, it was pre-cooked, so technically I could have just eaten it cold. I didn't actually have to, to heat it up because it was already pre like smoked and pre-cooked. Yeah, it's like a country um, harvest or a Schneider's exactly. or something ham. Yeah, like hey, a honey ham gotcha. or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. Regardless, it was delicious for supper, and then as a, a, a sandwich, it was incredible because you can control. That's the thing about like deli meat, and I mean, if you go right to the the counter and get them to slice you something, they can slice it as thick or as thin as you want. Yeah. But you know, when I'm when I'm at home and I'm cutting it right off the the chunk of ham, they, like I bet you my I bet you it was a half inch of ham that I had on my sandwich. It was a lot of meat, but it was so good. But that's that's just the treat of having a great sandwich. Is because right. you can make it as thick or as thin as you want. You can put yeah. as much or as little as you want in it. Or if you're yeah. at a sandwich place, you can ask for as much as or as little as you want in it. Like, usually they mm-hmm. have a set. Like, you go to a deli, they're going to make a, a decent sandwich for you. Sure, yeah. And you just take what you get. But you can always mm-hmm. get, oh, yeah, I'll take extra Montreal smoked meat, please. And then you can't totally. get your jaw around it unless you're some sort of snake or duck person. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and that's that's the thing. Is like there's some when I make my lunches here. Sometimes you know if it's if it's uh, summer sausage, like I've had bologna because you know I'm from a small town and middling you know middle income family, so bologna was 100 percent part of our upbringing, and sure. I still love it. And I so I'll have a couple of pieces of bologna, but like I won't have. I'll put two or three slices of something pre-sliced, but when it comes to something of my own, I'm like, you know what? And it also, it's just kind of the way it came off the knife. But I was like, hell yeah, that is a great chunk of ham for a sandwich. I have never been one for bologna. Is that right? I don't know why. I never Like, I understand that it's essentially just hot dog meat. I love yep. hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I get it. I just, I never got into bologna sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, I just, I don't and know. Did, did your mom ever impress it upon you? Like, was no. that something that, you, and see, it was just part of the the variety in our in our house like it was like yeah summer sausage and bologna and maybe we'd have like the flakes of ham cans and so that would be an option for a lunch for a sandwich one day but like yep. bologna was kind of a regular staple in our household so i just grew to love it and i mean uh, i never disliked it but it was always one of those things i was just like oh bologna hell yeah i'll just have a like i'll just take a chunk off the or a, a slice off the the pack and just eat it as a snack see like my grandmother loves bologna but mm-hmm. with my mom, it's more of a spam. Oh, yeah. And, like, fried spam in a sandwich is so good. Really? It's so good. Because when you because when you think spam, you think of that weird jelly. And it's sure. just kind of like a, a... Well, it's a, kind of like a pressed ham. It's a just yeah. it's pressed meat, right? Yeah. But when you fry it, it gets... It's not char... But it mm-hmm. gets this brown layer where it draws like like the... Like caramelized? Yes, it does. Okay. It caramelizes. I was literally going okay. to explain how it pulls the sugar to the crust. So yeah. you get like caramelized edges and then warm like pork in the middle. It's so good. <laughs> See, and I don't know if I've ever had Spam in my life. I know, um, you know, the, the since we're talking about uh, ham, you know the, the triangle tins of ham? Oh yeah, like yeah. it's it's also pre- like it's the the Canadian the premium I think is one of the anyway you know the ones I'm talking about it has the key that you With have the to key wrap and you have around. to like roll down oh yeah that yeah. like camping had that camping all the time 
Yeah, and so we had we had that when I was growing up because again, middle income family, three kids. Like my mom and dad didn't have a, a shit ton of money when I was growing up. Like yeah, sure. we 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 were comfortable, but you know we weren't having steak and filet mignon every night for supper. Um, but so when I was younger, I remember we this was one of the things we would have for supper, and it was delicious. Like I loved it. So I always figured that spam is something like that. It, no. Am I even? No, I'm no. not even in the ballpark. It's that tastes not the the triangle premiums. Yeah. The the key ham still yeah. tastes like ham. Spam tastes like entirely its own thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. No, it spam is very much spam. Okay. Anyway, so I definitely then have never had spam. It's just never something that came across my plate. But apparently, my late cousin, when he was working on the rigs, he would get home or back to his camp or wherever he was staying and like oh because he was on the rigs he would like they would just put them up in, in hotels with kitchenettes and stuff and he would yep. get back to his kitchenette and one of his favorite late night snacks was fried spam oh man yeah and it it's... just like as soon as i heard this like oh gross but at the same time having never had it i don't know whether or not i like it but i like bologna i like canned ham i like um, there's something else I thought of that people liverwurst. I don't dislike liverwurst. Like there's things Fair. that I have grown up enjoying that other people like that is revolting. That I'm just like I don't know. I have a taste for it. So I don't. I feel I, like if somebody was to fry spam and just give it to me, and I didn't know what it was, I would try it and be like, "Damn, that's pretty good." I feel like you should almost the next time you're grocery shopping because a can of spam is like four bucks. Right, yeah. I feel like you should maybe pick one up and fry some of it and try some of it just straight and see what you think. Yeah, I may just have to do that. It'll be a while since I go gro- until I go grocery shopping. Actually, that's not true. I go like two or three times a week. But Yeah, exactly. Um, like I just went yesterday, so I'm set for the next couple of days, but I definitely know I'm going to need some, some things for breakfast this weekend, like bacon or anything. I know eggs. I'm going to be doing some grocery shopping and spam. Spam and eggs for breakfast. Do it. <laughs> there you go. Fried eggs, fried spam and eggs. Yep. <laughs> uh, I like how we just kind of digressed into just talking about random. We're talking about meats, meat. and all of yeah, these totally. meats can be made into sandwiches. It's true. Like those triangle so, hams on for a, like a sandwich. Real good. Yeah, totally. Especially if you were lucky enough to get the end. Were you also somebody who really liked the ends of those? Oh yeah, they're so good. <laughs> Yeah, so good. Now, so I talked about like a typical Dave sandwich. And I mean, it's just kind of, there's not one. Because I love sandwiches. Like I would argue, I would contend that it's one of my favorite foods is, is sandwiches, right? Sure, but yeah. I don't want to tire myself on sandwiches. And now I don't think it's possible because I've been eating sandwiches for 30 years and have still not, they have still not lost their luster, but I have to mix it up because if I had, I remember when we were in, in elementary school, there was a kid in my class, I think it was like grade two or grade three, literally every day for the entire year had a liverwurst sandwich. And like, okay, that, that would I, be a bit much. Right. I like liverwurst, but it's like, I couldn't have had it every day for this, for the entire school year because I mean, that's, that's like eating, that's literally eating the same meal every day. And it's just like, I, you need to mix it up. You need some variety. Otherwise you're just going to get sick of it. I could not imagine eating the same sandwich every day. 
totally. Like I love so, ham and cheese or like clubs. I love club sandwiches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Club sandwiches are if I don't know what to order from like a pub or a deli or something, just like a regular cafe style restaurant, I will usually go with a club because it's so sure. hard to screw up a club. Like you're talking like a clubhouse? Yeah. Or a club? Yeah. Like there cuz there's kind of like a club is basically like a clubhouse except on a bun, I think, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I feel they're interchangeable and enough. I, I agree. Um, and I, I agree on how delicious they are I and how hard. Like, I remember there's a, a, a play by a, an Albertan playwright named Vern Thiessen. The, the show is called Blowfish. It's a, it's a really cool show. And it's basically the, um, the, the main character. And it's, kind of, it's essentially a one-person show. But the main character is a, a maitre d' who is kind of serving his last meal to guests. And basically he spoiler alert he dies at the end like it's basically his his swan song oh okay anyway one of the things he talks about and he basically talks about his life in the food industry and everything and he says if you are ever driving cross country and you end up at a at a seedy diner for lunch always order the clubhouse because it's the hardest thing to screw up yeah and it's 100 percent true it's if you undercook or overcook the bacon i guess mm-hmm. that could be pretty sure. awful yeah. Or uh, if it was, like, canned chicken? Yeah. <laughs> I'm digging like, here, man. I don't know. No, and I mean, like, I've had I've had clubhouses where, I mean, it's, and it, it can either vary between turkey or chicken. It doesn't really matter. It yeah, depends on, on time of year and where you are. But I've had clubhouses with, like, uh, processed turkey, like the, the turkey breast that you, you know, that Subway has the... For the turkey breast and ham, it's not it's not like it's carved right off the breast. It's pressed turkey. Yeah, but that's still a good clubhouse. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, I have had bad clubhouses, but they are few and far between. Even the most mediocre clubhouse is still decent. And if it's a mediocre clubhouse, then I'm glad I ordered that. Yeah, unless you're looking around and everyone else is having an amazing time. Sure, <laughs> that's the restaurant's claim to fame. The worst clubhouse yeah. in Canada. Like, my God, I, I just, I have to try it. Right? Exactly. Everything was, else is like $4 lobster and it's amazing. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, we get it for super cheap. We actually have a lobster tank in the back and yeah. yeah. So it's doesn't cost us a damn thing. We literally just go out and like stab one. It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, my first job was working at the, at the, the golf course. Okay. I was the the kid who I think we talked about this recently, but I was the the kid who um, who picked driving uh, range balls off the driving range. Uh, okay, so you drove the little cart. Yeah, I drove the little cart. I would also gas up the carts and wash them twice a week, and like it was a great job for a, a first job. And I, I was there for three or four years. I started when I was thirteen, and basically I I worked there until I got my driver's license, and then worked at the furniture store. Nice, but. Um, Every now and then I'd have to work like a full eight hour day on a Saturday and my mom and dad would sometimes pack me lunch, but sometimes I would just buy my lunch at the golf course because I got a staff discount and literally the two things I would get would be the bacon cheddar burger and the clubhouse and the club. That was the first time I'd ever had a clubhouse and the clubhouse there, at least at that time was phenomenal. It was big and they used like Texas toast. So it was a lot of bread. And so, I mean like Mm. the thing I had, 
I had to squeeze the shit out of that sandwich in order to get it into my mouth because it was so big and it was so and like real chicken and oh my god it was amazing those are the best sandwiches though if you have to yeah. press the sandwich down to get it into your face yeah you're doing something right absolutely like I get yeah. it at home I get it you're just you have bread and you'd have to really overpack it to make it that big but if you're out mm-hmm. somewhere and you're getting a mm-hmm. clubhouse or uh, like a Reuben or a Montreal smoked meat sandwich or whatever yeah. if you can't get your mouth around it you found probably a good place absolutely yeah because that is that is vital. I mean, I I will eat at Subway on occasion because sure. some, it's it's there. It's everywhere. Like every small town has a Subway. When I was moving down to Lethbridge, we stopped at the the Subway in Nanton because we were hungry, and I bought uh, everybody who was helping me move down uh, their lunch just because I was like, well, thank you for helping me. Yeah. The least I could do would be buy you lunch. Well, and um, you didn't want to go to Burger Baron because no, well, Burger oh. Baron's amazing. It yeah. depends on the town because some burger exactly. barons aren't. Yeah. But no, if you find right. Actually, a good one, oh man. We don't have a burger baron in Barhead anymore. It got oh. turned into something else. I was heartbroken. And th- this was years ago that it, that it happened. But we had a burger baron and it was amazing. And then it got turned into – it's just a, a local – like the the people who own it. Like, like Chad's. It's their last name, I think. It's called Ramsey's. And I mean ah. their food is also delicious. And they had like the – like a, a, a strawberry vanilla smoothie that was amazing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. So they had they had things there that you wouldn't have gotten at a Burger Baron. But man, I was devastated because the Burger Baron in Barhead was amazing. Oh, um, there's a small yeah, town the tip like, for anyone coming to Alberta. I don't know. Is, are yeah. Burger Barons across Western Canada? Is I or is that an Alberta so. town thing? I, I I assume it's a Western Canadian thing because everybody knows the Burger Baron. Yeah. So, that's a good question. I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm assuming that there's Burger Barons in more than just Alberta. Regardless, it's an amazing franchise. Yeah, it really is. Um, but yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, we, you know, it's the middle of summer. You didn't necessarily want a, a heavy meal. We were moving, so you didn't want to be weighed down. So, we just went and got some nice, good sandwiches from, from Subway. They, they were fairly fresh, and it's like, that's good. But, like, I feel Subway tends to... It's hard because I feel like they skimp on their stuff, but at the same time, you're getting a foot of it. Yeah. So it's it's different than than like a, a Montreal smoked meat sandwich. But I like the places. I mean, basically, if I can get as much meat from a Subway sub, but on a more compact surface area, so it's on a so it's going up instead of out. I'm happier with that. Yeah, me too. I think that. Subway has its time, mm-hmm. but if if that's what I'm looking at and I'm just grabbing a sandwich, I will shade towards a grocery store that has a deli section because oh, they dude, usually hand make sandwiches. It's just like yeah, yeah, like that. There was the time we went down fly fishing at the Sheep, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll get us lunch, and I bought us yeah. a lumberjack sandwich, mm-hmm. and each of us ate a quarter of it, and I had half <laughs> of the lumberjack sandwich left. And we both love sandwiches, but this thing was huge. Yeah. It was massive. And that's the thing. Like, Safeway does such good sandwiches. They'll make, like, Dagwoods or the Lumberjack, and you can get the full Lumberjack sandwich and just cut it into strips, and that'll feed... You know, I remember doing load-ins at at the theater, and so often load-in fare is pizza, which makes sense because it's fast, it's fairly cheap, 
and there's a lot of it and and it's it easy to separate people yeah yeah so that made sense but every now and then somebody would show up with one of those lumberjack sandwiches instead is like oh hell yeah it's because nice it's just something different yeah yeah but those i i totally agree like uh, North Hill Mall, right near where you live, was the that would be the Safeway that I would go to fairly regularly because it was. I mean, there were three within kind of the same distance of each other, but I found that to be the best one, right? And the least frustrating, like because I think closest to you is technically it, it would either be um, Market Mall or or the the Montgomery Safeway, yeah. But those ones I found just a little the they just didn't have the same product i think anyway regardless i would i would go up to the north hill safeway to go get groceries and sometimes i would just i would be driving up there and i'd stop in and i'd walk up to the subway and i'd stand there and be like oh, i could just get a sub and then i was like wait safeway is right there and the safeway deli sandwiches are so good they are they're great and like they have the the build your own sandwich so you can just like sometimes and it depends on the people because sometimes i would be in and go in and like i want to build my own sandwich literally all i want is a salami sandwich on a sub bun right and some people are like we can't do that i'm like sure you can you take a sub bun you give me salami and all the different toppings i want on it and then we're good <laughs> and when they didn't do that easy. i found it really frustrating that said they were like even the ones that are kind of like you, we have all these different options, they're still very good. And I find that the the quality is better quality than Subway. Yeah. And they will – and you get more diverse sauces and I don't know. There's just something about those – yeah, like a, a grocery store deli, their sandwiches are amazing. They weirdly are. Mm-hmm. And they're cheap. Like you're not yeah. paying that much more if, a, if you are paying more than you would at Subway. Especially because they yeah. got rid of their $5 footlongs at Subway. Did they? They did. So that's disappointing. Like they still have like sale day things. Right. It's like, oh, today's special is this, and it's seven dollars. Like, okay, that's cool. But but if I don't want that one thing, then I'm paying thirteen bucks for a foot long sub. Right. Yeah. So of if I'm paying that much, I go somewhere with. Sorry. Of fair quality. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you Whereas, could go to a you could go to a grocery store deli, or if you're paying that much, just go to a deli. Right. Like Pepinos? Yeah. Yeah. Heck, even like the little the little cafes that are around where I live, mm-hmm. you can get really good sandwiches from them. And that's the thing is, I mean, it's so interesting because Jim Gaffigan talks about Subway and how it's absurd that, that you know, making going out for burger and fries makes sense because nobody has a, almost nobody in the world has a deep fryer anymore. We had one when I was growing up, but we got rid of it when I was super young. Right. Like, nobody really has a deep fryer anymore. And, you know, I can barbecue burgers, and I love them. But if I, you know, it takes effort. Whereas, it, you well, know, in the, the morning when I make my sandwich. It's, it's expensive. Exactly. To make a hamburger the way that you could get it somewhere and fries mm-hmm. is yeah. more to make it at home for the same amount of food. Absolutely. So why yeah. would you? But to make a sandwich takes me two minutes, including the slicing of the cheese. It takes me no time at all. So it's it's absurd that you will go somewhere like Subway to get them to make your sandwich. But that said, I can make decent sandwiches here, but there are sandwiches that I've gotten at delis or like a Pepino's or somewhere that I would not be able to replicate here because there's just something that they do that is so good. And they have a diversity of ingredients. Like exactly. I will never make an aioli specifically to make a sandwich with it, but sure. I can get a sandwich with aioli on it. 
at a yeah. deli. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, they have multiple kinds of breads. And that's why, like, the Safeway over over Subway is because you can get a ciabatta bun or, like, a ciabatta bread at, at Safeway. You can get a you can get a panini. Like, I mean, Subway's starting to branch out, too. But basically, it's, like, white, brown, Italian herbs and cheese, Parmesan oregano, and then something else that I never have. Right. But, like, you can get ciabatta. You can get um, focaccia at, at Safeway. Like, there's various... Uh, breads that you can get there that you can't get elsewhere. And so that's the thing. At a deli or or anywhere, like I have my brown bread or my multigrain bread. I've got my two different kinds of sandwich meat. If I want something different, I have to go out and get it, but I'm not going to buy it specifically. Like if I want a turkey breast sandwich, I'm going to go out and get it because I never buy turkey breast as far as lunch meat goes. That's fair. I mean, you could. I could, but I don't eat it enough that it I, I can justify it. It's not one that I often get a hankering for. Ah, uh, gotcha. And so it's like, man, I can really use a turkey breast and ham or like a turkey breast and cranberry sandwich right now. Yeah. I'm going to go somewhere and get that. No, that makes sense. Yeah. What are your feelings on pickles in sandwiches? I'm for it, depending okay. on the sandwich. As I said, like, I mean, I love Assume- peanut butter pickle, but like as far, yeah. as far as like deli sandwiches go, it depends on the sandwich, but it better be dill pickle ah not a sweet pickle fan no gotcha and like i know some people who are but in my opinion and this is of course only my opinion if you were gonna offer pickles for your sandwich you'd better tell me if they're not dill pickles because if you like if i say yes i want pickles and then i bite into my sandwich and it's a sweet pickle that's an unpleasant surprise for me i i'm pretty much happy with any pickle okay Depending on the sandwich, obviously. Some sandwiches mm-hmm. don't need pickles. Sometimes I want cucumber on it instead. Yeah, I got it. Sure, yeah. But I think the reason I asked this was not so much sitting down somewhere to eat, but packing. And I'm thinking okay. about that in the sense of what are your feelings on, like, how do you adjust ingredient-wise on your sandwiches if you know you're packing a sandwich? Or are you fine with soggy sandwiches? Oh, I see. Um... I'm not – I've eaten soggy sandwiches. I, if it happens, it happens. Um, it depends on the sandwich. Like it depends on, on the bread, right? Like my mom used to make these uh, – like they were basically Italian sandwiches. So they had a couple different kinds of Italian meat and tomatoes and onions and mayo and I don't know what else – crack, but something that made them amazing – and something like I've tried to replicate them and cannot. I just can't make them the same that she did. Well, the problem is, make... is you just you can't get the same grade of crack. Exactly. That's that's the issue. Um, I mean, it's Lethbridge crack as com- as opposed to Barhead crack. Yeah. Sp- small mean, rig town. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but she would make them the night before, and so we would get to. I would get to school and I would have it, and the bread would be kind of soggy, but the. It wasn't soggy all the way through, and I think it was because it was, like, uh, hero buns, so they were uh, longer and thicker, and so yep. the, the the tomato juice and everything didn't have a chance to soak all the way through, and it was perfect. There was something about it that was still very good. See, and there's, and there's so, like, nothing wrong if, like you're saying, if it's a roll where it's mm-hmm. it soaks partway through, that just yeah. means the flavors have blended and it's going to be delicious. But if yeah. that same sandwich was served on Wonder Bread... And you open up your sandwich bag and it's mushy to touch. Yeah, gross. 
So then that's my question is, do you adjust your sandwich, even though you want all of this great stuff in a sandwich, but knowing that it's got to sit in your mini fridge in your office for a day, Mm -hmm. because you're not going to, because you're loading in or whatever, so you're not going to get to it till five o'clock. Yeah. Do you adjust how you make your sandwich or do you just say, fuck it, I'm going to have what I want? No, I would definitely adjust it based on the fact that I don't want my bread to go soggy. Like you think about even um, like the lazy loaf. In, in Parkdale, they have really good sandwiches, but I've gotten to a point like I'll order, I would have ordered a sandwich on my way into work at three o'clock and then I would eat it for supper at the pump house. And by the time I got to it, because I had tomato and, and other various kind of, I guess, soggy vegetables and stuff like that, it would eventually soak through. And like, I guess they would put a lot of mayo and mustard and that would kind of soak through. Yeah. And I mean, I would still eat it and it wasn't, it wasn't like the paste that Wonder Bread could be, but it was still, like, it was definitely damp. And I didn't love it, but I would still eat it. Well, yeah, because it's what you brought. But if I was making my own... Sorry? Well, yeah, because it's what you brought. Yeah. Like, if that's if that's what you have, you eat it, but... Mm-hmm, exactly. But if I'm making my own sandwich and I know that I'm not going to eat it for six or eight hours, I'm absolutely figuring out... I'm, I'm planning based on that and not putting it... And not putting something soggy on it. Now, with a peanut butter and pickle sandwich, the peanut butter does a really good job of not letting the the liquid soak through, so it's not quite as big a deal. And also, True. it's not like I'm putting the pickle dripping from the jar in there. Like I'm, you know, I'm slicing it, and so there's going to be a little bit of a juice, but it's not like it's soaking wet. Yeah, no, that that's totally fair. I think the thing, the thing that always bothers me the most about whenever I pick up a sandwich from mm-hmm. somewhere is if the lettuce is wet. If I get right. lettuce on a sandwich and it's wet to the point that it soaks through, mm-hmm. that's so disappointing to me. Because lettuce is basically just there because I want some crunch. Sure. But if if all it's doing is making everything less crunchy, mm-hmm. that defeats the purpose of me having lettuce. Yeah, for sure. Because lettuce doesn't have a lot of flavor to it. Pra- well, depending on the lettuce. Like if you have mm-hmm. a, a place that if you can get arugula on a sandwich, cool. Sure. Okay, they're peppery taste. Nice. But most but, most of the time you're getting iceberg, maybe romaine. Yeah. And I mean, it has some flavor, but it's very subtle compared to anything else you're putting on that sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I think so, that, yes. that was mostly what I was thinking of. Is It's just like, mm-hmm. I like that bit of crunch in a sandwich. Yeah. But so often lettuce turns a, the bread squishy to the point where it's like, this is unpleasant. The texture is yeah. wrong. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, so before we go into break, mm-hmm. just because I haven't done it yet. Sure. A go-to sandwich for me. Oh, if I, I was going to ask stuff, you that and then we got dis- distracted. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We had to talk about spam and lettuce and burger bear. Totally. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hamburgers are not sandwiches. Salami or black forest ham. Mm-hmm. Usually a gypsy salami, which means it's got pepper like dried pepper flakes on the outside so yeah it's got a okay. bit of a bite to it yeah mustard and mayo mustard mm-hmm. i obviously prefer if i make my own but if not a good german mustard usually medium sure cheese yes mm-hmm. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. if i have something if i have something that's a kind of a medium in terms of firmness i usually try and trend towards that like a good gruyere Right. Depends on what the meat is and everything else, obviously. But like, if I can get something that's not rock hard, 
in a sandwich because I like a, a thick slice of cheese versus just like a thin slice of cheese. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Tomatoes, pickles, cucumbers, alfalfa sprouts, usually something guy, in that. Right? I am a sprouts guy. Or pea shoots. If I can get pea shoots, I will okay. put pea yeah. shoots on. I don't dislike sprouts. It's just never something that I've been like, yeah, you know what this needs is alfalfa sprouts. It's just never been one of those like must-haves on a sandwich. Usually once or twice a year, I'll just be like, man, I haven't had sprouts in a while. And then I'll buy them for three or four weeks in a row. And I'll make, I'll have salads with them and I'll put them on tacos and like, I'll do all that sort of stuff. And then I'll just be sprouted out. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, that's usually what I'm going to go with is, is something along those lines. Bread wise, uh, I'm open to pretty much anything. If I have like twisting my arm, I typically buy, yeah, like an Italian style loaf, like a white loaf Mm -hmm. or a crazy seven grain, multi-grain brown. Depends on what I'm feeling like. Gotcha. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Last, fair. I mean, last question. Toasted yeah. or not? Generally not. Again, it depends on the sandwich, but I will, I generally don't go toasted. Uh, a clubhouse obviously is always toasted. Oh yeah. Don't you. But like, could again, you imagine going... somewhere that that would be a bad oh, clubhouse at a place. If right? they're like, here's your clubhouse and it's not toasted. It's just bread. Yeah, that would be, that would be terrible. But in the case of, like, if I'm going to Subway, because there's a difference between the way Subway toasts their sandwiches and the way Quiznos toasts theirs. Yeah. Quiznos, it's a long, slow bake, whereas Subway, it's like it's at, like, 500 degrees for three seconds, and all of a sudden it's toasted. I don't like that. No, that's But if right. it's, it's got that soft, like, it's warm, and it's got that little bit of crunch, but it's not cutting the roof of your mouth, then I'll absolutely go toasted. That's fair. Yeah. I, I literally toasted my sandwiches today for lunch. Nice. I had uh, toasted salmon sandwiches, actually. Nice. Yeah. I I find with both salmon and tuna, I like them toasted. Okay, that's Just fair. That bit of, the bit of firmness in the bread helps counter off the oil slash water from the fish. Sure. Long enough that the sandwich doesn't get soggy before I eat it. Nice. Okay. Yep. Definitely starting to get hungry. Um, so in other words, we should take I, a break and then play some game style stuff and have totally. some random talk about things that I found on the internet. Just just like all of our revisitations do, we'll talk about things that we found on the internet. Yeah. Like all right, then. So then our second half, including Dave playing one of his favorite games where he tries to guess how expensive sandwiches are, Woo! is brought to you by Nil Nil Draws. Now, Dave... You like mm-hmm. sports, right? I love sports. Well, as a sports fan, you know how stressful and tense a game involving your favorite team can be. But in today's hectic world, don't you have enough stress in your day? I do. Well, then why not sit back and enjoy a nil-nil draw? You get to experience the full action-packed game experience without the fear of loss so prevalent in life today. Hockey fans are trying to get rid of the shootout just to have the chance to get that nil-nil draw back. So why not just embrace your inner nil-nil? That's nil-nil draws. When in the end, everything is, you know, fine. (laughs) 
And we're back. And as promised, Sean has found more things from the internet because apparently it's just a wealth of random lists. Thanks, BuzzFeed. And um, he's going to ask me some questions. I just feel like because this is a revisit mm-hmm. and because the topic is sandwiches, yeah, well, th- you and I could probably talk about cheese on sandwiches for half an hour. Oh, easily. If we really wanted to deep dive into cheeses and that sort of stuff and to the different types of salamis and meats and that and whatever, like, I think those are different questions. Certainly. It's like, just talk about cheese. If someone wants us to talk about cheese, then we talk about cheese. Uh, yeah, but, and if it's, if we've made anything abundantly clear, we can talk for a half hour on basically anything. Yes. But what we've so, also, what you, the audience, has made abundantly clear is that anytime I find stuff on the internet and Dave has to either guess or justify something existing, you mm-hmm. are very pleased. So, <laughs> I have two different lists this week. Okay. To do with sandwiches. Okay. The reason we're going with two different lists is because the Bravo TV most expensive sandwiches in the world list is only four sandwiches long. Well, because you said there's hamburgers on there too, right? And we don't count hamburgers as sandwiches. Exactly. If somebody wants us to do a hamburger podcast, ask. Yeah. But hamburgers are hamburgers. They're, I mean, I understand, like, if I go to a restaurant, sometimes they'll have sandwiches and hamburgers under the same... It's a category. Sure. A category? It's certainly a category because technically they're both between bread. But a hamburger is a hamburger and a sandwich is a sandwich. Yeah. And, so, and we're making yes. that distinction. So, yes. Exactly. So this, it only has four things for Dave to guess the price of. So we're going to do that first, but then afterwards, the glory to science that is BuzzFeed has (laughs) the weirdest sandwiches ever list from the community. And there's also them taste testing some of them in videos. Oh, really? Which... Amazing. Yeah. I don't know if I want to watch it on some of these, but we will see. Right. Uh, Well, you can tag it in the show notes and then people can make their own choices if they want to watch it. I suppose I can, yeah. (laughs) So... Okay, so hit me with these expensive sandwiches, and then we can get to the really fun list. (laughs) Because it's not going to be fun to have you guess how much these sandwiches are? I feel like it's going to be frustrating. Well, the first one is a little bit of cheating. Okay. This is a New York City deli called uh, Mile End Deli. Okay. And they have a sandwich kit, which feeds four to six people, which can be shipped anywhere in the United States. Interesting. So how much do you think a Mile End New York Deli Montreal smoked meat sandwich kit for four to six people would cost? With a New York Deli, it's probably going to be a little bit more expensive. Everything is in American dollars. Okay. And I will let you know. Oh, good to know. And I will let you know right now that Uh you should never go over $300. Good to know. That That is excellent information that way you're not gonna be like it's four thousand dollars and i'm like it's a hundred and ten and then yeah okay <laughs> well then it's gonna be less frustrating than i thought but that's okay cool um four to six people montreal smoked meat deli sandwich uh 200 bucks ah it is only a hundred dollars really yep uh it does that's... it's just the meat 
the deli-style mustard and the bread. That's actually pretty reasonable. It's not terrible, right? Yeah. Okay. That's less frustrating than I thought it was going to be. You're feeling a little bit better? Yeah. Good. Good. (laughs) Dave? Uh There's a Philly cheesesteak by Stephen Starr at Barclay Prime, which is the next most expensive. Just to let you know, the prices increase as we go. So that was the cheapest? So that was the cheapest. And that was a hundred and... A hundred dollars. A hundred bucks even, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Philly cheesesteak at Barclay Prime. What does that mean? That's the name of the restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> the cheesesteak is made out of Wagyu ribeye. Damn. I don't know what that first part means, but... Wagyu okay. is a beef grade, like type, that is okay. spectacular. Okay. And foie gras. Jesus. It is also topped with truffle-spiked cheese Whiz. What? And served with a bottle of champagne, which I'm pretty sure okay. I got right. And yes, I did just rewatch the Christopher Walken uh, Best <laughs> the, of the SNL. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> champagne. Uh, oh, man. I'm not big on, Montre- on on Philly cheese. Oh, there's a few good uh, there's a few good ones. I'm not typically either, but there is a new there's a barbecue sandwich shop that opened up on 16th, the Cowtown Beef Shack. Their cheesesteak okay. is so good. My problem is I don't love Swiss cheese, and so it's got to be a, a different cheese for me. Ah, gotcha. But, uh, uh, well, and I don't love truffle either, so a truffle cheese whiz is, I mean, it's a cool concept, and I would definitely try it for $175. It's 120 bucks. Oh, okay. Uh, do understand that is for one person, not a kit. I understand that. Like, I wasn't expecting this to be cheaper than, like, the, the, the Montreal smoked meat kit is, like, that's pretty reasonable. This is, now we're getting into, like, that's a lot of money for a sandwich. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, Wagyu beef is amazing. Sure. But and I can get Wagyu champagne beef. champagne that comes along with it. Yeah, exactly. You get a bottle of champagne with it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I can also buy Wagyu beef for 20 bucks to get like a, really? a, a pound of it ground. Interesting. So it's like, eh. However, yeah. our next sandwich mm-hmm. from Wagyu Mafia, which is a debut butcher and sandwich shop in San Francisco, okay. which features only Wagyu and Kobe beef sandwiches. Damn. That should give okay. you a sense of what Wagyu is. That's kind of what I... When you said it, I was like, is it kind of like Kobe beef? That would have been my guess. Yes. Okay. Dave, this sandwich is tiny. The oh, really? Like, the cheesesteak is, like... It's a cheesesteak-sized. Like, you're sure. getting a cheesesteak. Yeah. yeah. This is finger sandwiches. Okay. Now, this is a breaded Wagyu tenderloin cutlet on white bread. Now, just to let you know, mm. once you find out about this sandwich, and you obviously desperately want it, yeah. it won't be available until 2018. Oh, so it's not even available yet? No, because they're going to have to import the beef. And this is a rare cow. Uh, and it's also a beef tenderloin cutlet. Um, uh-huh. To give you some perspective on that, a like a Wagyu beef tenderloin will have enough mm. meat in it for six sandwiches. 
<laughs> oh, okay. <sighs> My God. Um, I don't know if this will sway you at all, but it comes with a single cut pickle. Oh, super. God damn it. It's going to be like... 150 bucks. It is a $180 sandwich. See, now that's... When I was in... I'm sure I told this story when we did the the last sandwich podcast, but when I was in Providence, Rhode Island on my way to Hartford... Oh, God. I had... (laughs) It's the best sandwich I've ever had. From Jeff's Superlative Sandwiches, I'm going to give them the shout-out again. But you could get, like, you could literally just go into the middle and there's a bucket of pickles and you can get a pickle. I bet you my sandwich costs... 25 bucks, including the gigantic pickle that I had. And it was amazing. Was it a rare imported Japanese beef? It could very well have been. I was hungover, so I don't remember. Uh, I'm guessing probably At $25, I can assure you it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But $180 for a finger sandwich and a sliver of pickle seems absurd to me. Even if it is rare imported Japanese beef. Uh, Yeah. All right, you seem you seem a little disappointed in that. So we're we're going to go to the most expensive sandwich in the world. Okay. This is registered at Guinness in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most expensive sandwich. Okay. You have to order it forty eight hours in advance from New York City's okay. Serendipity Three. Uh, do you know anything about Serendipity Three? No. Uh, this is also the home of one of the uh, the thousand dollar Sundays. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dave, this is... So it's th- it's a place that, you know, poor people go. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, okay. Specifically oh, to yeah. eat the quintessential sure. grilled cheese sandwich. Go on. Dave, this this sandwich has bread made with Dom Perignon, white truffle butter, Cacciovallo Podolico cheese, edible 24 karat gold leaf. <laughs> okay. That's all that's on it. Oh, so you are literally eating gold? Yes. What the fuck is wrong with people? Uh, well, okay, so the, the bread is made with Dom Perignon. Yeah. The butter has white truffles in it. Yeah. The cheese is not pronounceable by anyone who speaks English. <laughs> uh-huh. And you're eating 24 karat gold. How much do you think uh-huh. this grilled cheese sandwich, and I would like to remind you that it is the size of a grilled cheese sandwich. How much do you oh, think it costs? Okay. Oh, $280. It is a steal at 214 American dollars. Uh-huh. Dave, you get to poop gold in like 36 hours. <laughs> I don't feel like you're remembering that. <sighs> uh-huh. Okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, it sounds uh, like I was with you. I was like, Dom Perignon, Dom Perignon in the, the bread, that sounds awesome. Like, what a cool idea. And the, like I said, I don't care for truffle, but white truffle butter, fine. And then the crazy fancy cheese, cool. And then I was like, and a leaf of edible gold. I was like, why are you, now we're just putting gold on things that you can eat? Come on. Well, yeah, because they probably wanted to be the world's most expensive grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, makes sense. Well, congratulations, Serendipity 3. You did it. So. (laughs) You don't seem as frustrated about that as I was expecting. No. Well, maybe because there's 
only the four. I feel like if it was a longer list, I might have been. Yeah. But like, oh, don't worry, I'll get you at Christmas. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. So <laughs> somehow, little preview. Somehow that doesn't surprise me, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I mean, two hundred fourteen dollars for a grilled cheese sandwich is absurd. Yeah. I just. But like you said, it's got gold in it. It's got truffles in it. The the bread yeah. is literally made with champagne. The fact that it's only two hundred fourteen, like when you were telling me it's the most expensive sandwich in the world, I was expecting like five, six, seven hundred bucks for a sandwich. I'm like, that's insane. Like, I still would never pay two hundred fourteen dollars for a sandwich. If if you had a billion dollars, would you not just to say that you have eaten the world's most expensive sandwich, go and eat this sandwich? Certainly, I absolutely would. And then I would be like, I feel like I need some ketchup for this. It's probably the world's most expensive ketchup. <laughs> probably. It is literally on ketchup. You. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's move on. Okay. Because we need to move on yep. to the glory to sciences list of the weirdest sandwiches that the community came up with that some people at BuzzFeed then also tried. So what I'm going yep. to do, Dave, is I'm going to describe mm-hmm. these sandwiches to you. Okay. Then I figure, well, at certain points, you're going to need to express yourself about the sandwich. Sure. I yeah. will probably chime in. And then I feel mm-hmm. like before we move on, we both need to say whether or not we'd be willing to try it. Okay, And then at cool. the end, if you're keeping track of how many we're willing to try, we I could am. see how many of these crazy sandwiches we'd give a chance to. Cool. I like it. Awesome. So the first sandwich we're going to talk about, and like Dave said, mm-hmm. I'm going to put, I'll put links to both the, the Bravo thing and this BuzzFeed list into the show notes so that way you guys can check out these sandwiches. Some of them they BuzzFeed actually made, so there's pictures and like videos of some people trying stuff. And yeah, so you can check all this stuff out and see the glorious video of the chef making the most expensive grilled cheese sandwich in the world. So Dave, the first one, mm-hmm. it's on white bread. Okay. It's got a little bit of ham on it. Okay. Some mayo. Doesn't seem so weird. Cheddar cheese. Great. Oreos. Huh. Ham, cheese, and Oreos. Yep. And mayo. Don't forget the mayo. Actually, that does factor into it. Yeah. I love mayo, but I feel like... Mayo, chocolate, cream, cheese, ham, white bread. It just seems like a weird... comp. I mean, obviously, these are all weird combinations, but... It's literally the point of the list, so yes. Yeah. <sighs> I didn't know where you were going to go with that. And then as soon as you said Oreos, I kind of had an embolism. Like, I don't... <laughs> Dave, Dave needs a minute. Dave really needs to just kind of focus on a solid patch of his wall right now and recalibrate. <laughs> it sounds gross, but it's got the crunch that you might want in a sandwich. I just... And there's a little bit of sweetness to it. Chocolate and ham? Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Salty, sweet, fine. Yeah. It's the cream right? that is weirding me out. Yeah. But I will say this. I would mm-hmm. try it. Yeah. No, I would absolutely try it. I just... It's not one that I would... It, that isn't one that when we were living together, I'd be like, you know what we should try? Ham, cheese, mayo, Oreos. This never crossed my mind. And we did Oreos no. and plum sauce. Yeah. Like we did we were not beyond trying weird stuff, but this never even factored. Yeah. No. It, although I might say that it's probably better 
than two bite brownies and KFC coleslaw. I so, am almost positive it is. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure almost anything in the world is better than that combination. Oh man. Oh, I'm it so, still haunts my dreams. I'm still so glad that I don't like KFC <laughs> coleslaw. That was the first question you asked. Hey, do you like KFC coleslaw? No, I I really don't. It's weirdly goopy. Crap. <laughs> Derek and I just had two bite brownies and coleslaw. It's revolting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I, w- I would try it because there's nothing so out there that I'm like, I mean, it's, it's out there, but it's nothing that I find so weird that I couldn't handle it. Yeah, I just, I never would have thought of it, but yes. No. Okay. Kimchi grilled cheese. What is kimchi? Uh, fermented cabbage. It's like sauerkraut, but spicier. Right. I feel huh. like that, especially like let's all, yeah. I feel like that's not that weird. No, it's just cabbage and cheese. Yeah, don't go anywhere I mean, like, or be I... in a car with people who have been eating this <laughs> for a while. But other yeah. than that, it it's not like if it's kind of like sauerkraut, then I'm like, yeah, I've had sauerkraut and sandwiches before. It, it, cheese and something tart like that. Goes pretty well together, especially depending on the cheese. Yeah, uh, the the recommendation yeah. in this is cheddar. I was gonna say it would probably go very well with the cheddar. Yeah, yeah. So I'd I would like... I would absolutely try this. Yeah, I would. Like, I'm not even the biggest kimchi fan. I don't mind yeah. it, but I would try this. Sure. Okay. Peanut butter. Love it. Jelly. Okay. Yellow mustard. Whoa. I will say this right now. No. I am not willing to try this one. I love PB&J, and I love yellow mustard. I am exactly the same. But the idea of mustard and jelly? No. It's it's two competing flavors. Completely. Like, it's sweet, and then the, the mustard is mustard and horseradishy, and like, no. Ew. And I put mustard on ran- Like, I put mustard on chicken fingers. I love Dude, mustard. I, yeah, I... I very seldom eat ketchup because I put mustard in its place. Like, I have, like, everybody does craft dinner and ketchup. I'm like, hell no. I'm putting mustard on my KD because it's delicious. Fair. Like, I love me some mustard, but not to the point that I would put it on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Nuh-uh. No. No. Not going to try that one. I just, I can't. I can't. No. That one, that is the first one. And I realize we're only three in. But that is the first mm-hmm. one where I'm like, I feel like I'm ruining a perfectly good peanut butter and jelly sandwich with something. Exactly. Like, just, uh, no, I I was like, maybe the next time I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I might just take a little bit of mustard and dip a corner of my sandwich into it. But even that I don't want to try because I don't want to throw up. Yeah, it just, eh, nah, eh. Yeah, exactly. My, my sentiments exactly. Ham and Nutella. Huh. To me, that doesn't feel weird. Like it's, it's Well, we talked about ham and chocolate when it came to the Oreos. Right? And it's just, essentially, it's ham and, like, a hazelnut chocolate, right? I mean, it's not that far off of, like, breakfast ham when you put maple syrup on it. Yeah, which I obviously do, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, again, it's not one that I would I, I would have considered, but it's not one that I find so repulsive that I'm like, no, I couldn't do that. I could definitely try it. Yeah, like, I don't... Oh, I don't know that I do it with real ham. Mm, like if you mm-hmm. made a like a bone-in ham that shreds apart, like a really good mm-hmm. bone-in ham that you've baked for hours. 
But yeah. like the honey ham that you had, which is also delicious, yeah. that with a bit of Nutella? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be all right. Yeah. So that's a yes for yep, you? Yeah, I'm in. We are uh, walking the same line here, Sean. Well, I'm pretty sure that this one is where we're going to diverge a little bit. Uh, okay. Because I am positive that you are all in on the fried chicken sandwich topped with flaming hot Cheetos and ketchup. I would like to point in that it appears to be served on a hamburger bun with some iceberg lettuce as well. Just to take a, to, to cool you a little bit. Fried chicken, yep. flaming hot Cheetos, and ketchup. Yep. So here's the thing. I love fried chicken, but I don't care for Cheetos, and I don't care for ketchup. I will have ketchup on basically grilled cheese sandwiches, and that's essentially it. Right. But and fries I, I, and junk, when it comes but, down... Yeah. Sorry. And fries and junk, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like as far as sandwiches go, it's kind of the only sandwich I'll have ketchup with. Fair. But, yeah, but I also, I would rather have like crunchy Hawkins cheesies over Cheetos. So there's a couple different ingredients in there that I really don't care for. So no, I wouldn't try that one. <laughs> I like how rationally you discussed the idea of why you wouldn't want a fried chicken sandwich that has Cheetos and ketchup on it. <laughs> I mean, when we were growing up, I don't know if you still do this, but like every now and then I'll put chips on a hamburger because it's delicious and it gives an extra crunch. F- fine, but that's not fried chicken. So like, no, but... And are, is there ketchup on that sandwich? On the burger? Yeah. No, because I don't put ketchup on hamburgers. So... It's, I know, I get what you're saying, but it's just like, I can understand why some people might have done this because it's like, oh, instead of a, instead of a burger, it's fried chicken. And then you just, anyway, I don't want to try it. Do you want to try it? Oh, I'm a solid no on that. Okay. All right. The, the, the concept of Cheetos and ketchup alone. (laughs) No. Yeah. And I like Cheetos. I actually had some jalapeno Cheetos not that long ago. Really? Like the styrofoamy ones? The crunchy ones? No, no, no. The the crunchy ones that are the same kind of oh, consistency okay. of harder, uh, like the Hawkins cheesy. Yes. Yeah, those ones are better. But like when you say Cheetos, I'm expecting like the either way. I don't. I'm not. I'm, it's not going to change my mind if it's the hard ones. But I was expecting like the really like the packing peanut consistency, and I don't like those Cheetos at all. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Number six. Yeah. Cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Pepperoni slices. Love it. Maple syrup. Yes. Yeah. Put me down too. That's like, the we're, that's we're Canadian. A... That's not weird. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese and pepperoni and maple syrup. Like put that on a plate and I will will be happy. Yeah. Especially if it's like fried cheese. Like God damn, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm probably going to try that because I never have. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Right. What kind of pepperoni? Is this like pizza pepperoni or like pepperoni stick or? Well, it says pepperoni slices, so I'm thinking pizza pepperoni. Okay, but if you took a pepperoni stick and the cheddar cheese, you could just put in a hot dog on it. It would probably be also delicious. Yeah, you could melt the cheese on top then too. Totally, and then just, oh my god, that actually sounds amazing. <laughs> you know somewhere <laughs> like in the U.S., someone is reading this and be like, pepperoni and maple syrup? Blah, that's so weird. <laughs> we're, we're like, totally. yeah, yeah I, I put maple syrup on like... Sausages wrapped in crepes. Yes, I'm fine right? with this. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, this, this, that one sounds pretty normal to me. Apples, mm-hmm. peanut butter, okay. and cheddar. Yes. Melted on sourdough oh, oh, bread. No. Oh. Uh, put me down the as a yes. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would still do it. The sourdough was a little bit of a, of a game changer because I wasn't expecting that. Okay. But I think there's enough, like, there's there's some salty that comes with the, both the peanut butter and the cheddar. Yep. There's some sweetness that comes with the peanut butter and the apple yep. that would kind of negate the sour of the sourdough. And it's got a nice consistency. Like, the bread itself has a nice consistency. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, I mean, I've had peanut butter, like, I've had sourdough toast with peanut butter. And it's yep. delicious. Me too. So, Actually, if you toasted that, it would be even better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a that's a yes for me. Cool. These first seven, not super weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cheetos, ketchup, and chicken. Okay. Yeah. Oreos and a ham sandwich, weird. Sure. Do they get weirder as the list goes on? Uh, it's kind of hit and miss. I mean, how do you okay. feel about ramen on a tuna sandwich? Is that literally the next one? Yeah. That's a hard no for me. Don't like tuna sandwiches? No. Um, I I like tuna steaks and I like tuna in sushi form, but I don't care for like tuna salad, so it it is uh, definitely a hard no for me. My concern is, what do they mean by ramen? Mm-hmm. Like, I could see that being a concern as well. Is it su- like a Sapporo Ichiban packets? Right. Because if that's the case, then no. But if you're just adding like ramen noodles to a tuna sandwich, then mm-hmm. yeah. Because I like tuna okay. sandwiches, and ramen's delicious. I, I literally made ramen last night. So, nice. Yeah, I'd do it. Okay. Unless it was, was dried. Like, if they're talking about just slapping dried ramen noodles in it, then no. No, that's... Yeah, that's... Yeah. But if... Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Like, just taking the dried Ichiban and just putting it... Like, because I used to eat just dry Ichiban out of the bag, because it was a great snack, but... Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. That yeah. on a tuna sandwich? Yeah. No, that sounds weird. Okay, this one's strange. Okay. So we're going to start with sliced hot dogs. Okay. And it's going to be on white bread. Okay. Then I want you to add a little potato salad on that. No pineapple. Okay. Graham crackers. Okay. And maple syrup. Hot dogs, white bread, graham crackers, and potato salad. Yeah. This is... That's a tough one. Because I've had... Like the 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 graham crackers and the maple syrup is a good combination. Yeah, that's fine. The hot fine. dogs and the potato salad actually would probably be a really good combination. Yeah, I I can see that. But all put together, it's the maple syrup on potato salad that even yeah. my my Acadian blood is like that's that seems a bit much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like it's really creamy salad with a very very viscous. Syrup, maple syrup. I feel like it almost feel like like it would make the like they they would separate. They wouldn't actually m- meld together. And I don't love that idea. I think it's a no for me too. Because like I've had weird hot dogs. Like Tubby Dog in Calgary makes you know they've got like a, a peanut butter and Captain Crunch, peanut butter jelly and Captain Crunch or something like that hot dog, and it's amazing. Oh yeah. So like I'm I'm all for weird combinations on food, but that one's just a little bit too out there. I don't I don't think I can get behind that one. Yeah, it's. It's just, yeah, it's the potato salad maple syrup that I just, I don't think. The potatoes and maple syrup would be fine. But it's, yeah. the, like, it depends on the potato salad, maybe. Like, if it's not yeah. super creamy, like, if it's a light potato salad. Like something you'd get at Bonton? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just expecting it'd be, like, a really creamy potato salad that one you'd get at, like, Safeway or something. <laughs> like KFC potato salad, maple syrup, totally. graham crackers, and hot dogs? Yeah. That no, would be that's a, a, that's that's a, a no. no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you saying no to this one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would never make this. No. So, 
And if someone handed it to me, I might try it, but I'd check the potato salad first. Mm-hmm. Or sneeze and drop it for the dog. <laughs> okay. Did the apples... What did the apples, peanut butter, and cheddar had maple syrup on it as well? Uh, or is that just apples... Oh, no, that was on sourdough. Yeah, that was just on sourdough. Okay. No, the, the other okay. one that had maple syrup was the cheddar and, and pepperoni. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about summer sausage and grape jelly on fresh bread? So sausage and grape jelly, basically. I'd try it, for sure. I feel like it, especially a summer sausage. Right? I feel like that wouldn't be that weird. No. Um, like, I just had a summer sausage sandwich today, and it tasted really good. You know, it was mustard, mayo, cheese, and, and summer sausage, but like... I could definitely see that in the back of your the head. Two you're like flavors would complement each other. I could totally put some grape jelly on this. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's good, but it needs grape jelly. Um, it's sweet and salty. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so that's a yes for me. Yeah, me too. Cool. Peanut butter and onion. I've heard people talk about this one before, and it's just too weird for me. I'm a no. I don't like raw onion on sandwiches. Typically, I don't. I don't mind it, depending on the sandwich, but, like, on an Italian sandwich, and just a little bit, like, a very thin, but, like, and, like I said, I've had peanut butter and pickle, and it's delicious, and people... Peanut butter and cheese? Yeah. Yeah. And people have tried to convince me that it's good, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. So, no, it's a no for me, too. Yeah. Just just, a little bit too extreme. I don't like onion And I can see, like, if it was a red onion, because they've kind of got that sweetness to it, and the crunch, but it's just, it's just too... There's something so strange about it. Okay. You can you can probably jot me as a no on the next one. Okay. Avocado. Okay. American cheese. Okay. Red wine vinegar. And okay. ranch dressing powder on a roll. I huh. am a hard no on that. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds that sounds positively atrocious. Uh, um I barely like avocado. And it's got to be in certain situations. I don't like ranch dressing. Oh, don't you? No. Okay. And I also am not a big vinegar fan, unless it's in something. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't mind American cheese. I don't, I like ranch dressing. Like, I'm down with red wine vinegar, too. But, like, all with that and avocado all together, like, no, that's, that's, that's a definite no for me. Yeah. Did you ask me if I could hear something? Yeah. Could you hear that in the background? I can. Okay, yeah. That was my dog throwing up, so sorry about that. Oh. Do you need to check on her? I don't think so. She's just a really anxious dog, and I think because I haven't paid attention to her a whole lot since I've been here, she's just not... It's rage vomit? Basically, yeah. Hey, come here. Yeah, she seems fine, so I just wanted... I was like, I'm pretty sure our our listeners could hear that, so sorry, guys. I'll go clean it up later. Well, you know what it was... Is she heard us talking about this avocado ranch powder and totally. American cheese sandwich? And she's just like, nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Even Scott's like, fuck no. <laughs> that sounds gross. Okay. We're going to oh, regular white sliced bread. Okay. Rice. Okay. Soy sauce. Okay. Vegetable oil and Weird. salt. What? No. Okay. <laughs> I was I was on board with the the bread, the rice, the soy sauce, but like you're, you're drawing the line you at vegetable salt, oil and salt. I just soy sauce is salty enough. I guess, yeah. 
Well, you're not dousing it in soy sauce. You're just adding it to the rice, right? So you're making rice which has a bit of vegetable oil in it, a bit of salt, and some soy sauce. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. It's not like a layer of soy sauce and then a layer of vegetable oil and a layer of salt. Okay, that's that's what I was thinking. Oh, no. Um, I'm pretty sure they're meaning that you take the rice and you, you make rice and you add soy sauce, vegetable oil, and salt to it. Or soy sauce, vegetable oil, put it on bread, and then crack salt over top and then eat it. Okay, I mean, I still feel like that would be very salty. Probably. I'd eat it, though. Like, but, I'd try it. Yeah, I would try it. Now that the way you described it, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I would have no objection to actually trying it. It just, I think, in my opinion, you could just do rice and soy sauce on, on bread. But that's a very starchy sandwich. High carb if you have a, if you've got some sports or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not, yeah, anyway, it's not necessarily one I would go out of my way to have, but it's certainly not the most repulsive one on this list. Oh, no, not even close. One of them had ranch powder in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And spicy Cheetos and ketchup. Yeah, exactly. Poor Scout. (laughs) Uh, This next one I've literally eaten and I'm planning on making again probably in the next month because I've been having a hankering, but it's baked beans, cheese, and bacon. Like brown beans? Like just yeah, like just beans. It's beans on toast with bacon and cheese. Hell yeah. yeah. That sounds amazing. I, like I said, I'm literally looking at doing that in the next week because I've had a craving to have beans on toast for a while. So Yeah, I would, that's, a, that's a solid yes for me, for sure. Okay. Dave, I need you to take two slices of pepperoni pizza. Okay. That's your bread. Yeah. I need you to put French fries and ranch dressing on one. Okay. And then on the other... You put it in your hand, and then you squish it as hard as you can, and then you eat it like a sandwich. 100% I would eat that. I am a no. Because of the ranch? I don't like ranch dressing. Yeah. So that's pizza, fries, and ranch? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would 100% eat that sandwich. I mean, like, I'll dip my pizza crust in... I will dip my pizza in ranch sometimes. Just as I'm like, yeah, this is delicious. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And I know some people do like that. I just... I'm I'm not a big dressing guy, so... Sure. Yeah. And I, I do, like, I generally have a bottle of ranch dressing in my fridge because sometimes I'll get a pizza and I won't come with a dipping sauce. So I'll just use ranch dressing. I, I really dig ranch. So oh. that actually sounds pretty phenomenal to me. Yeah, there you go. And like that, that doesn't sound weird to me at all. I just know I don't like one of the three things. Sure. So, man. Yeah. And like, exactly. It's like, it's, it's, Yes, it's a weird combination because I'm not generally going to put pizza and fries together, but it's not an unappetizing one. In, sa- in fact, it's like, it's probably the most appetizing. Uh, there's a few on here, but that's one of the more appetizing ones on here that I would eat for sure. Okay, yeah. I mean, th- more appetizing than that, there are a couple. Yeah. I would think because there's a few of them where we've been like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to make that tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm thinking about like next time I order pizza, I'm going to try that. All right. I'd have to have fries too, but anyway. Yeah, you get some super fries. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> Lightly toasted bread. Okay. A thin layer of mayo. Okay. Anchovies. Okay. And kimchi. They really like the kimchi on this list. This is a salt festival. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really is. I would never make this, but if someone handed me like a half sandwich of it, I would try it on the right yeah. day and if i had yeah. a sweet drink sure yeah like a uh like a, a soda or something yeah something that can kind of wash it down properly yeah. if i had this with a fresca fine sure 
Yeah, I can get behind that. I'm trying to stay on brand because I'm pretty sure I've established that I love Fresca on the podcast. So uh, you you definitely have Fresca. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would try it for sure. It wouldn't be again like I, this isn't one I'm like you know what I need to to make tomorrow, but it's not one that I I would be opposed to trying. Yeah, I'm not horrified by this. Mm-hmm. I just I do feel like it would be super salty. Yeah, for sure. Whole wheat bread. Okay. Peanut butter. Okay. Banana. Okay. Pickle. Okay. Mayonnaise. Huh. I was totally with it until the mayonnaise. <laughs> until the mayo? Totally. Now I'm like, ah. Oh, uh, uh. Maybe? I think, I think it's a no for me because I, I just, everything else is a pretty good combination, but the mayo just, I just think it throws it off too much. The, it's the banana mayo combo that I'm like, yeah, because uh, pickles and mayo, whatever. I have that on sandwiches and hamburgers all the time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut, peanut butter, butter pickle. Banana, peanut butter and pickle, both great, great combinations. I'm sure together they'd be amazing. But the banana and the mayo, it's like a mushy and a creamy. But it's egg and banana. So it's not. Right. Put me down as a yes. I'd, I'd try it, but I don't think I would, like, I'm not going to make it. But if again, this is one of those ones. If somebody handed it to me, like handed me a half a peanut butter mayo, yeah. bag, banana and pickle, I'd try it. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the... the mayo, like maybe the mayo and the pickle, like if you layer it, so it's just peanut butter on one piece of bread, then banana, then pickle, then mayo next to the pickle. Yeah. Then it's just the layer works, right? So. See, and I mean, if we're going on in that vein then i might like if somebody handed me a half peanut butter and onion sandwich i might try it i'm not gonna go out of my way to make it but if somebody so i'm gonna go back to a yes on that one just because i've heard it is good okay and this one again yes if we're going under the the idea that it's it's somebody is making it for me and i'm not ruining a sandwich myself and i'm gonna try it then yes i'll try this i'm 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 worried but i'll try it yeah that one that it doesn't have the never feeling that mm-hmm. some of these have had for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this next one is not weird at all. I don't okay. know why it's on this list, but it's a it's a baguette. Okay. Which has refried beans. Okay. Mushrooms, which I know you're not a fan of, but yeah. stay with me on this. Yeah. Cheese. Okay. Guac. Okay. And pico de gallo. It's essentially a mushroom taco in a baguette. Yeah, that's still a no for me. I know you don't like mushrooms, but put me down as a yes, because well, I'd eat that in a heartbeat. Okay, yeah, I, I, what was that? That was the baguette taco. Yep. Um, I, I like refried, fried, bean, refried beans. I don't like, I don't love mushrooms. I don't love guac. I don't love pico de gallo. Like, if I'm getting nachos, I, I'm basically just using the, the sour cream and that's it. Ah. Uh. I don't dislike either of them. Like, if I have a sandwich that comes with guac, I'm not going to ask for it off because I, I, I will eat it. It's just not my go-to. Gotcha. And so it's just, it doesn't sound that appetizing to me. But you switch out, like, even if you if you didn't have the pico de gallo, because I think a lot of pico de gallo has too much cilantro for my taste. Oh, um, that's fair. I'm thinking about, like, a yeah. homemade, I'm thinking about making this, and my pico de gallo oh, has no okay. cilantro in it because I'm one of those people sure. that it tastes like soap. Yeah, and that's the thing is I don't love cilantro and I find a lot of pico de gallo that I have is very cilantro heavy because it has any cilantro at all. But you put like the, the refried, refried beans and salsa and 
uh, like cheese. Like uh, the the concept is good. It's just this combination of ingredients I don't dig. Huh. But something along those lines with different Mexican toppings. Hell yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, it's like the the pizza with fries. If you yeah. take the ranch out and give me like a marinara, or even like a sure. light Alfredo sauce, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, exactly. But this particular combination, not for me. That's fair. How do you feel about mozzarella yeah. cheese slices and Oreo bites? I try that for sure. It's just it's just chocolate and cheese. So yeah, it sounds like a cheesecake. Fine. Right. Exactly. That's a yes for me. You too. Yeah, I try it. Yeah. Okay. Five more. Six more. Oh, yes. Six more. Yeah. Peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Banana. Okay. Sauerkraut. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I'd try it. Would you? Yeah. Why not? If it's a good sauerkraut, like if it's made proper, yeah. Yeah. It's just... Because you get the sweet to counter off the sour. The banana just yeah. adds some... Yeah. No, I'm in. Yeah. It's, it's a little out there for me. I don't think I'd try that one. And I love sauerkraut. It's just not... I don't know. It just seems like that combination to me seems sketchy. So, no. Fair Not enough. for me. Yeah. I don't know how... I feel like this is a conversation one we're going to have to have. Okay. It's on a roll. Okay. Mayo. Okay. Cheddar. Okay. Cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Smoked oysters. Huh. Right? I'm not sure what to think about this one. <laughs> Like everything else, like that's the, the the roll, the cheddar, the mayo, and the cranberry sauce is a perfect turkey sandwich. Yep. Or stuffing. The oysters. Smoked oysters? Smoked oysters. So are they less slimy than fresh oysters? Yes, they definitely are. Could be interesting. Not one I would go out of my way to make, but if someone handed me no. it, I would take a bite. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And if I liked it, then I would keep going on, but... Yes, it's not one that I'm going to try and make because it's just the idea of smoked oysters on that sandwich. Yeah, I mean, smoked oysters are just good as an appetizer anyway. Why add bread and things along with it? But if we have to, then at least they're not slimy. Huh. All right. Because I love oysters, but it just seems weird to put them on a sandwich. Yeah, to me too. But hey, I, I try it. Why yeah, not? for sure. Cheese Whiz and Corn Pops on a Roll. I am a no. Really? I'd try that for sure. I'm not a big cheese whiz guy. Oh, that's fair. I am I am a big... Literally for breakfast, I had <clears throat> two pieces of cheese whiz on toast. Two pieces of toast with cheese whiz on them. Ah, gotcha. Uh, and corn pops? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's better cereals you could put with them, but... I would, I would absolutely try this one because I like cheese whiz and because none of those ingredients... And it's like you get the saltiness with the cheese whiz and kind of the sweet crunchy. Yeah, I would for sure try it. Yeah. But if you don't like cheese whiz, then then I totally get it. Yeah, like I just, I wouldn't have it to begin with. So then, eh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is, I'm in on this. It's a grilled cheese sandwich with barbecue sauce, a fried egg, and pickles. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm in. That sounds amazing. I'm going to try that. <laughs> barbecue sauce. Fried egg and pickles? Yeah. with a, So it's a grilled That's... cheese sandwich with barbecue sauce, fried egg, and pickles. Sounds like a great breakfast sandwich. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I would 100% try that. Some of these are easy. Like, some of them weren't no conversation. Just like, hell yeah. That sounds amazing. Some of them like, oh, yeah, maybe not. Smoked salmon and dark chocolate spread. No. I'd try it. Would you? Yeah, why not? I love smoked salmon. I like chocolate. 
okay. Maybe it's great. It's salty. It's a chocolate spread, so it's not like chunks of a Hershey bar. Yeah, I think it's still a no for me. It's a weird combo. Yeah, I'd try it. Okay. Last one. Okay. It's <laughs> white bread. Okay. Turkey. Okay. Potato chips. Okay. Bananas. Does it say what kind of potato chips? Uh, they look like regular, just salted. Okay. Did you catch bananas? No, I didn't. Sorry. Bananas. Huh? And Nutella. Right? Yeah. I would. I feel like it would be worth a try. Yeah. Well, and because the Nutella would kind of act as a... The Nutella and the bananas, I feel, would... Together, it's almost like a weird version, like, of a poor man's turkey stuffing with turkey. Yeah. Kinda. And the Nutella would probably help balance the turkey, because it would be, like, the sweetness of the cranberry, but it's a Nutella. I would definitely try it. Yeah. How'd we do? Okay. Just telling it out. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> you got eight. You would eat 18, and I would eat 17. So, we were neck and neck until you decided that you would have the smoked salmon and dark chocolate spread. Yeah. Salmon and chocolate. That's, yeah. So, we both said yes to ham and cheese Oreos. We both said yes to the kimchi grilled cheese. We said no to the PBJ and yellow mustard. Yes to the ham and Nutella. Neither of us said yes to the fried chicken, Cheetos, and ketchup. Um, we both said hell yeah to the cheddar cheese, the pep and maple. Oh, so good. Yeah. We both said hell yeah to sourdough, apples, peanut butter, and cheddar. Yep. You said yes to the ramen on tuna. I said no. Uh, neither of us said yes to the hot dogs, the graham crackers, white bread, the potato salad and the maple, just because of the maple and potato salad. Yeah. We both said yes to the summer sausage and grape jelly. I said yes to the peanut butter and onion. You said no. Yeah. We both said no to the avocado cheese slice oh. ranch powder monstrosity. It's we bet- both said yes oh. to the to, <laughs> to the rice soy sauce combo. Yeah. A resounding hell yes to the beans, cheese, and bacon. Yeah. Um, I said yes to the pizza fries and ranch. You said no because of the ranch. Yep. Uh, mayo, anchovy, and kimchi. Uh, we said yes. Peanut butter, banana, pickle, and mayo. We said yes, but we're cautious about it. <laughs> you said yes to the baguette taco. I said I would if it was different ingredients. Right. The matzo sticks and Oreos makes... I mean, it's just matzo and Oreos. Yeah, cheese and chocolate. Um, Fine. Yeah. You said yes to the peanut butter, banana, and sauerkraut. I said no. We both said yes to the cheddar, oysters, mayo, cranberry combo. I got ahead a little bit. Well, not ahead, but I, I tied you with the cheese whiz corn pops. Um, we both said, goddamn, grilled cheese, pickles, barbecue, and a fried egg sounds amazing. And then you did the smoked salmon, dark chocolate, and we both said yes to the white bread, turkey chips, bananas, and Nutella. So so there we go. Pretty much very, very similar. A couple of discrepancies just because of various ingredient tastes. dislikes. Like you like mushrooms and I, I like cheese whiz and stuff like that. But yeah. generally we have very similar thoughts on what sounds good and what sounds absolutely fucking heinous. Most of those sound fine. So yeah. the bastion of science that is BuzzFeed's community services. I don't know. I mean, they're weird, certainly, but they don't sound like they're not completely out there no i was expecting crazier to be perfectly yeah. honest but yeah here we are but uh almost an hour later we finished that conversation so i'm gonna go eat some lunch supper supper gonna go eat some supper okay well i guess that's it 
You, Mr. and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we just want to answer your questions, or just have a good old chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with a U, and we are at Guys From Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From, or start operating a deli of some sort. In New York, they have delis with celebrity names uh, as the menu items. Like, I think there was the David Letterman and uh, stuff like that. And if you have a Sean Cordingly or a Dave Smith sandwich or The Guys From sandwich, I can almost guarantee that one or both of us will come visit your deli, finances permitting, of course. And when either of us are there to order the Dave Smith or the Sean Cordingly or the guys from, you can ask us your question in person. I feel like the guys from Sandwich is such an amazing food truck name. Oh my god, yeah. If somebody wants to talk to me about using it, hit me up on Twitter. (laughs) Totally. Because the guys from Sandwich is amazing. Yeah, for sure. I love that idea. Oh, if you enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can, any way you can. And the best thing you can do to help us grow our audience and get more fun questions like talking about sandwiches or whatever we end up talking about next week. The best thing you can do to help us out is to leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. We are available pretty much everywhere podcasts are found, including Player FM, Two Thumbs Up Media, Podbean, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, you name it, we're probably there. And if I'm missing one, you let me know and I will get it onto that service. Hey Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? So the day that this podcast comes out is the day before Remembrance Day here in Canada, also Veterans Day in the United States. So yep. if you're listening to this on the Friday or the Saturday, take some time, talk to a veteran, thank them for their service. But if nothing else, when the clock strikes 11 o'clock on November 11th, take a moment of silence for our fallen soldiers. If you are listening to this after November 11th, just thank a veteran for everything they've done for you, for your family, for the, your freedom. Just thank a veteran. Sean? On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this Every Sandwich is Battle with Maple Syrup podcast, we also write articles on things like music. That's indie music every weekday, throwback tracks on Thursdays, movies, gaming, The Simpsons, you name it, we probably write about it. Wow. And where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, of course. Glad you were listening this time. Mm-hmm. For more pop culture goodness and random memes and jokes and that sort of stuff, and a whole bunch of horror, check out at Zillasuit on Instagram. And also, we've been talking about sandwiches for like an hour and a half, so yep. go have a sandwich. Go have there a great go. sandwich. Take one of those weird ones that you never thought you'd try. Or add maple syrup to some awesome meat product, because you're going to be surprised. Yeah, or try one of the ones that we talked about today, and then let us know how it is. Yeah, exactly. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. You can check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also special thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Voice Over Under. This has been episode 193 of the Guys From Podcast, the second sandwich podcast. Going literal this time. Thanks mm-hmm. for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by chocolate and salmon. I don't know. I just, I I don't feel it would be as bad as it sounds. Yeah, I think it would be just as bad as it sounds. 